So today we're talking about taking both sides of the story, understanding what the script in your head is and how you can actually flip that script and try to actually look at stuff in a more compassionate way. So we're let's take both sides of the story on episode 43 of The Relaxed Mail. Relaxed Mail podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello, and welcome to Relax Mel. So today we're talking about uh, take looking at both sides of the story. We ha- often find ourselves writing a script about just some of the something that may happen to us, and we take that and we tell ourselves a, a certain story or write ourselves a script as to what the other person may be thinking, saying, or or even doing. And we're going to be hashtag, hashing that out. I almost, <laughs> almost said hashtagging it. Uh, we're going to ha- kind of hash this out a little bit. But before we actually do that, just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your, out of your day to choose to listen to this podcast out because it's, I know that there are so many out there that are just, you know, just brimming with so much information and i like to try to make sure that mine is has as much information in there and probably has a little more and i try to pack this with as much actionable information as i possibly can so if you come across something on here that you really like you think it is is incredibly helpful then please take this and and share it out to uh, your friends and followers on social media you can also, um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so, but if you take this, uh, so, and hopefully we don't have too much, uh, hyper purring. So we had moved decided to hop in the lap. <laughs> anyhow, of course you start recording the kids have got to hang around. So anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> Where was I? Anyhow, talking about sharing. So, oh, and YouTube inks. Okay, we've got two of them. All we need is uh, one more, and we've got the full. We got a full house of 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 our orange cats. All right. So yeah. Um, but anyhow, so share this out with your friends if you find it, you know, entertaining because, you know, you get the random, random cat hopping into my lap or you're, you're just, uh, or if you come across something that you just find, uh, incredibly helpful, share it out with your friends, share it out with your, your, your followers on, on social media. If you are, this is your first time listening. Awesome. Great. Thanks for listening. And, um, but if, uh, this, you've listened to me several times and have gone to the website or followed links that I've thrown up on, on the different social media sites and you're liking that, then please go ahead. Click, uh, you can, uh, sh- you can subscribe if I can get the right word out. 
You can subscribe to the show by going to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. That is, has um, links to all the different ways that you can actually uh, subscribe to uh, subscribe to Relax Mail. And you can, so if you're a, a fan of using like Overcast for iOS, you can do that. Pocket Cast for iOS or Android. I've got a link there for that. You can also go to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash pretty much whatever there is. And I will have a link going to that, uh, that app's uh, directory's location. If not, you can shoot me a message and I will definitely be adding that into in there as I go, but, uh, share it out, follow, and you can, uh, you'll be able to get each and every episode, uh, as they come available, which is around, uh, three o'clock, uh, in the morning and, uh, in the U S and on Thursdays. And so I think that's uh, <laughs> just about covers. There's not really any big news, uh, to, to really share. So we won't be having any, any news available, but, uh, we do have a question of the week. And so let's go ahead and jump into that. Now, if you like to have your, uh, you have a question for me and you'd like to have answered, then you can go also shoot me an email by sending to Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com. Or if you like, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact, and there's a, a contact form there that you can actually send a message over to me, and I would be happy to answer that that question, dilemma, mindset issue that you are that you're having. Today didn't get anything, or this week didn't get anything, so we're actually going off of Cora. Uh, and the uh, the question is, I want to drop out of high school. Should I? And the Reader's Digest version is: I told the uh, told this person, no, you don't need to check out of out of high school just because you uh, you feel you want to. But uh, what I actually told them was, well, it depends on how hard you actually want your life to be. If you don't finish high school, you're going to have a harder time being successful because right now you're just immediately just catering to something that is easier. It is easier to finish to to quit high school than to just go ahead and power on and go for those last three years that you're done. You've made it, you know, three quarters of the way through your high school uh career. You only have three more years to go and and this guy's gonna be or gal is gonna be basically finished with her with her high school but you're not going to stop learning. Uh, when it comes to, to schools, yeah, you, you finish school, you can go on to college if you want. You can go do nothing if you want. You can go to a trade school if you want. You can, there's a whole series of uh, a whole different, uh, different paths that you can take. Some that your parents are going to like, some that your parents aren't going to like, some that you're going to like, some that you're not going to like. But the, the key point of make it powering it through high school is just show yourself and to prove to yourself that you can actually do it. It doesn't even matter so much about what it's going, what type of pride it's going to give your parents. It's a sense of one, a sense of accomplishment for you because you know exactly how much this really sucks. I remember how much high school really sucked. I had a good school. I had a good, uh, uh, a good school that I was going out. I, I liked everybody I was going to school with, but you know, it's just, it's high school. I was it's tired of the itty bitty small town that I lived in. I wanted to go, uh, go do other things and 
be on my own and, you know, get out of the, out from underneath the, what I perceive to be the oppressive thumb of my parents and all that, you know, all the garbage and all the stories and all that. And then we'll getting into that scripts that we tell write ourselves and we tell ourselves. But if I, I let this, uh, let, uh, let this person know that, um, if you quit, you're going to be, you're always going to be sight, not always, but you're, more likely to be siding towards the easier things in life. And the easier things in life are not going to help you grow. They're not going to help you be successful. And you're probably going to be making way less than $30,000 a year. Yeah, and it's, you might think, well, it's not all about money. Well, actually, yeah, it is all about money. Believe it or not, you can't have a house unless you have money. You can't eat unless you have money. You can't do anything unless you have money. You're going to be broke, living under a bridge, wishing for wishing for food, and you're going to that's not none of that food's going to show up unless someone gives somebody money. So why don't you give yourself the chance to be able to eat the nicer food, the better food, what you like by doing just a little bit of suffering and getting through the difficult parts? And, and make it to the, through the, the, the sucky sections of school. Because, yeah, I know, I understand school's not fun, but there are worse things in life than, than being, going to school. Yeah. You have to get up early. Oh, wow. Guess what? You have to get up early for, for work too. Even if you work so that you can eat some food before you have to go to work. So, you're always getting up. You're always only getting, you know, a certain amount of sleep. You can think, yeah, I'm going to sleep all day. Well, no, you've got things you have to do. So it's the same as when you get off of work. There's things you have to do in the evening time before you go to go to bed. So there's things you have to do when you get off of work before you go to bed. There's a lot of, of inconveniences in life. And when you're with a, and when you're, Running around with a, with a not less than college graduate education, you're one, you're not making any more, not making that much money. The significance between a, a, a college, uh, high school dropout and someone who is a high school graduate surprisingly is quite a bit. It's, you know, it's most uh, college dropouts. Typically, and I'm saying typically because there are those who have made themselves into multimillionaires and didn't complete high school, but they also had different, they have some different extenuating circumstances. If you're quitting just to quit because, you know, I I really don't care to go to high school no more. Well, then there's, uh, that's you going, I'm just, I don't want to do something uncomfortable anymore. Well, sorry, you're going to have to do uncomfortable stuff. You can either do uncomfortable stuff now and learn how to control the desire to just quit, or you can, you can learn that later because sorry, you're going to face, you know, difficulty down the road. So I recommend that. Yeah. Though high school sucks, stay in school, reward yourself by, uh, uh, by actually learning how to persevere through something that is really crappy and, and sucky. And that's basically what I, what I told them. So with that, there are, we go into the, uh, on how to ta- look at both sides of the story. 
Now, to do this, I actually call it uh, flipping the script because what a script is essentially is the story that you tell yourself. What is that tale? You know, you go through, the, you're going down the highway and some bozo, you know, cut you off. You're going to either go, Oh my God, he was such a, he's such a jerk. He's so inconsiderate. He's, uh, uh, you know, you come up with some colorful, imaginative words for him, but you really don't know what was going on. Maybe he just wasn't paying attention. He feels really bad. He probably is going, Oh God, that dude's probably yelling at me. And he's probably got something. The dude who's driving probably has some type of, you know, may have some form of social anxiety. And now he's beating himself up because he went off and cut you off and knows that he's probably made you mad. And he, he feels horrible about it. And you're sitting there just yelling at him, screaming at him and, and three windshield, which he's not hearing because, you know, it's, there's two windshields between you and a, a car length distance. You know, there's, there's a lot of different things. You don't know the full, uh, the, the whole story. And what we are reacting from are the thoughts that we have. And those thoughts are the scripts that we are writing. Uh, Brooke Castillo calls them manuals. Uh, a lot of times we may even have ourselves, we may write scripts for our, for our spouse. Have you ever sat down? You know, you think, well, we, uh, my, you're, you're getting mad at your wife because, you know, you're wanting to say, uh, you would like for the kitchen to be clean, supper to be on the table and, um, you have sex three times a week. All right. And in all reality, she's not doing any of that. It's not that and it, you're, you know, you may come home and yeah, she may be in the process of finishing up supper and, and you're, you get home and you sit down, oh, you relax. She starts asking about your day and you're just trying to unwind and it's not going anywhere according to what you think the script should actually be. And what it does is just builds up the anxiety, the, or not the anxiety, the, the, the aggravation of the fact that you are still trying to unwind from a busy day at the, at, at work. And, you know, you're expecting to have sex three times a week and you may get it, you know, every other week or maybe a month. And you're trying to figure out what in the heck's her problem and why she doesn't want, why, what is it she doesn't, why she's not having it. And you don't, and you're just holding this resentment in. You've got this script that you're not, you're not communicating about. And when it comes to writing a, writing your script, it's good to get the other person's side. You can actually, or you can even go as far as actually, actually handing them uh, the script. You can say they, this is what I'm expecting. Expectations is another word for writing a script. This is what I expect from this. This is how I expect uh, you to act. Now you can hand that to them, but you have to be okay with the fact that they're not going to, they don't exactly have to follow that. They can look at it and go <laughs> three times a week. Yeah, that ain't happening, dude. Um, I've got, uh, I've got three kids and we're not doing any more of them. And, uh, I, I know what happens after, after, uh, after sex. And I'm always the one that has to sleep in the wet spot, you know, and we're all and just there's, there could be reasons or it could, and it may be that she would love to do three times a week, but you're not be showing up as the man of the house. You're not giving her a reason to be turned on. You're not wowing her and wooing her and treating her as your as your girlfriend. You're treating her as the roommate who happens to have the kids all day. 
and you're just like, oh, well, I've had the kid. I've, I've, I was burnt out, busting my butt. What were you doing? Sitting around watching television, watching the kids. Except for the fact that you don't know that she was been running all over town, running the kids to 37 different activities that you wanted them to be in. There's a lot of little nuances and a lot of tales. Yeah. No one is fully blameless for, for the, the situations that they're in. And if you can stop and take the, uh, the, take the responsibility for your thoughts and responsibility for your actions and your emotions, you can actually be a lot better off than if you were to just, you know, if you're set there and just be writing your script and writing out this, this full list of expectations and, and items and, and wants and desires without ever sharing them with anybody. You know, people, a lot of people step back and they go, well, I can't go to my, my, I hate going to my parents' house because my parents just, they're, they're not like ordinary parents. Well, I would actually suggest you sit down and write out, hey, dude, what are your, you know, your expected, uh, what are parent, normal parents supposed to be? Well, they're supposed to be loving and kind and, and they shouldn't criticize and they, uh, they are glad when you show up and, and help you when you're, when you're having problems. And that's, and when all of a sudden they don't fulfill that, that script, they don't act out that part that you want them to, to act out in, uh, in a way that is to your, to your liking. Then all of a sudden you're been out of shape because they're not being a normal parent or normal family. Well, families are, just a group of people who genetically, or not even genetically, but people who are close knit and are related to each other. But the key word is that is that they're people, they're humans. And so, yeah, when, especially when you throw emotions in, into the mix, we get really messy. We don't do anything that you would expect us to actually do. We may have a, have a thought and that thought, you know, that thought becomes generates an emotion. And that emotion may not be the same, is not going to be the same emotion that you generate. As I've said, whenever you have a set of circumstances, those circumstances create an emotion or create a thought and those thoughts create emotions. And those emotions are all yours. And we are responding to those emotions when we try to figure out why so and so is all mad. And we don't, we don't have the full script. To fully understand. And that's, and how to get around to understanding is talking, is actually communicating, not interjecting your side, not trying to control the situation. Don't try to control it, but just let it be, let it happen. Hear what that person says and come at the, come at the, the problem or the, with a solution that doesn't control. And that may just mean that you have to just Listen and hear and maybe just validate the fact that they are, you know, feeling lonely, that they feel that they're feeling unheard by saying something along the lines of like, I do hear you. I see you. I see what you're that the the problem that you're having is is maddening. I understand no one believes you that, you know, that X, Y or Z happen no one believes that uh it wasn't your fault to run into the uh that that you ran into the side of the house 
it was, yeah, I'm sure it was the brakes. Now, it's not that you're holding them accountable because to a means holding a person accountable can be a bit controlling. And that's one problem that a lot of us parents have, especially with our kids, is we see them doing something. And yeah, you can, a lot of times we can predict what that, what's going on because, you know, they're going off of the inexperience of life. And they're doing a lot of the same dumb things that you did when you were their age. And so you can kind of see what's going on. And so, yeah, you might be able to predict when your, when your son is sneaking in alcohol and is, is, uh, or is thinking of sneaking out the, the following night to go to a party. You might be able to guess those out. You might be able to foresee those. And, but then to sit there and get, be, angry and stomp around and yell at them is not going to fix the issue at all. Especially if the cat's already out of the bag, you've already busted them for that. As they came walking in, they made the choice. So what? so to, to sit there and try to control a situation from there and to run a particular script on them is not going to do any good. You want to be able to have, an understanding. So it would probably, not probably, it would actually be a lot better if, say, you have a problem with your son sneaking out and going and, and, and doing other rebellious things. It'd probably be better just to take him with you one day uh, on some weekend and, uh, and take him out to, you know, somewhere there's not any cell signal. So he's gets bored enough that he has to actually talk to you. And just have a conversation and you just listen. And he's not going to talk much at first. He may not talk much all that day. But if you are there and you listen to what the talk is and he get, tries to give you excuse, reasons at, that he should be able to go and you have your reasons why you, why he shouldn't, that's a, that's a means for a, a discussion. To sit there and go, well, because I'm the parent and I said so, I've used that excuse. And I'll let you know, especially if you're just now getting kids, if you've got kids who are younger than teenagers, that line doesn't work. And if you have the ability to say, I'm the parent because I said so, go ahead and give them full reason why. Because you're you're just telling them, well, you're, you're not you're, my answer. Or you are not worthy of the answer that I'm uh, that I would like to give you. So tell them exactly why, because there's a good chance you're going to go, you're going to get busted, and you're going to go jail. Uh, that's a bad thing to happen for you. I would like, I would not, I would prefer not to have to take my, to go and bail my son out of out of out of jail because he got caught with minor in possession or he got caught contributing to the delinquency of a minor you know all these things that are more than likely going to happen or you may you may be going to a rougher side of town and it may be dude i really don't want you to go because i really don't want to go find have to go identify your body in the morgue and yeah they may not understand that they may not understand the 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 depth of what that problem of that answer is and go oh geez, dad you know i'm not going to get killed i'm not going to get you know, anybody pulls a gun out i'm going to run it well you know it doesn't matter bullets run go a heck of a lot faster than you can run so you when your son has a problem 
You can sit down. You can have a discussion. Get the get his side. Don't just run off of what your mind is. Oh, he's just being a moody teenager. Is he really? Maybe he just he had a girlfriend and it, she just broke up with him, and it was the best you know four months of his life. Or maybe he's you know he tried to do something really hard, like go and ask the girl of his dreams. Um, to go to prom or to go to the dance. I don't even know if kids these days have dances. I really don't think so. I don't know. But anyhow, to, to go to a dance and she shot him down and said, no, I wouldn't care to go to school, go to a dance with you. And so he, that he may be angry. The fact that, you know, he didn't get, he didn't get it, even get a chance to go on a date with the ideal girl. And that's where instead of, playing off of a script and sitting down and listening and getting both sides to the story help out tremendously and become allow you to become a a a more balanced husband yeah you're going to things that are going to be said are going to make you uncomfortable they're going to make uh, make your son uncomfortable same thing was that if you're sitting down and you're talking with your wife why is it that we don't you know don't have sex more often or um or why can't we do x y and z and the reasons that she give are going to be her reasons. And to sit down and go, well, that's a really stupid reason to have is not helping the conversation any. You're not, you're immediately saying, you know what? I don't want to hear your side of the script. I want my side of the script read. Mine matters more than yours. And that just really isn't a good way to try to hold a, a relationship with your, with your wife, your spouse, your, your son, daughter, coworkers, or anything like that, where you try to control the story, where you can try try to control the what's uh, what's happening, never actually works out. So, with that, uh, go ahead, and we're going to call this uh, call this the end. And I want to thank you very much for uh, for listening. So, what did we uh, what did we learn today? And Go ahead and start trying to voice out the the actionable parts. What what do we learn? Learn that we're all going to have a story that we tell ourselves. This the script, and it's a uh, it may be very hastily written, like someone has pulled out in front of you and all, you almost ran into them. And you think they're a jerk, or it may be a very long, involved script that is come about from years and years of, of a relationship. But unless you're doing some good, deep, dedicated conversations and getting deep into the, uh, into the minutia of, of a particular topic, you're never going to have the full story. You're not going to understand, you know, why your dad left after, after four years of marriage and while you were two years old. You're not going to understand why that is unless you actually sit down and you talk to mom and you talk to your dad and you talk to, and you get all the points of the story and you balance it out. What is wrong with this one or what's wrong with that one? And then you get to the heart of the matter and you may be that your dad left because mom had an affair. The judge decided that you needed to stay with mom. These things happen. So to sit there and try to blame your dad for not being there all this time could actually be, you know, a uh, only a portion portion of the of the story. It could be that he's tried. Maybe he wrote you a letter once a week for the last 
25 years and you've never seen one of those letters. Why? Because every time your mom got the letters, she was just throwing them away. And you didn't find out about it until you happened to look down and see, oh, there's a letter from dad in the trash and why? Talk to people. Work on the communications. Yeah, those communication things are so messy. They're so so uncomfortable because uh, eventually emotions get involved. And those emotions are such so messy and so so unwanted. But in all reality, no, those emotions are what make us incredibly beautiful humans. And we wouldn't be that way unless we had those emotions. So talk to talk to your son. He's not going to talk. He may not want to talk to you or he may just grunt at you a little bit here and there. But as you talk and as you um, keep hanging around, keep probing, trying to get into his world, eventually he will start opening up and he will start you'll start developing a uh, a relationship with him and you will start to, and you can both start coming to the ability of understanding what each other is thinking and where you're coming from and why you think take the time go out well my uh <laughs> my app keeps crashing on me uh, so I guess while I am, uh, still have you here, I'll go ahead and let you go. And I want to say thank you very much for listening. Take the time, go out, listen, talk to your wife, talk to your son, especially with those weird times that you have the odd thoughts in your, in your, uh, uh, that you, where people disappoint you in what you expected to actually happen. Find out what those expectations were. Understand what you were having, what you were thinking of as the expectations happen. And then see what you can do on getting the rest of the story. Now, normally I would do an affirmation at the end of the day, but because we're having a little bit of a, uh, of a recording issue, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. But uh, if you like this, the show, please, uh, give me, uh, rate and review. It's not that it uh, gets me any higher in the rankings, but gives me uh, some social proof. You can do that over at iTunes. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash uh, iTunes, and that'll take you over to the, uh, to the, to the, the, I, to my iTunes page. I couldn't get the words out and uh, leave a rating review on how many, uh, what you, what you think of the, of the show. If uh, you're on Android, you can also go to relaxmail.com forward slash podchaser, P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R, podchaser. And that'll take you to our podchaser page, and there you can leave a rating and review. If you really like to help me try to get up a little higher in the ratings, then uh, in your Apple in your Apple Podcast app, if you could click subscribe. Uh, if you're on, uh, if you're using Google podcasts, again, subscribe, that'll help get me a little higher in, uh, some of the different, uh, rankings out there. The more downloads, the more, uh, and subscriptions there are, the better, we, the more we rise up in, in the ratings. So that's how all that works. But anyhow, I know I'm, uh, yabbering, still carrying on. Y'all take care. Thank you again for listening. We will catch you next week. Till then, go talk to someone.